If you're in a spaceship, all you could do is orbit around. If I'm in a submarine going around, I'm bound to see something. Welcome back to the Backyard Bonfire. I'm Frank, he's Andrew, and this is the Backyard Bonfire. How's it going, Andrew? It's going well, Frank. I'm glad to be here. How are you? <laughs> I am good, and boy, do I have something fun for us to start with today. Let's hear it. So, the big thing that I discovered doing the candy bracket was that Twix was coming out with right. a cookies and cream version. I was going to ask you about this. And I have it here in front of me. So I'm going to do a live taste test. Have you tried it Twix? Yet? I have not. Oh, okay. First off, I had to go to three different stores before I found it. Yeah, because you sent me a picture, and you're like, I got it. Yeah, so I had to go to Walgreens. No, 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 it was in Walgreens. Check Target, didn't have it. Check Jewel, didn't have it. And I just happened to be in Walgreens to pick up a prescription, and I was like, oh, I better check that aisle, and they had it. Okay. So here it is. It's um, different. So what it is is instead of the wafer on the inside – the what would be caramel is cream with cookie bits. Okay. And what would be the wafer, I guess, right? Is that what it normally is? Is a wafer? I'd call it a biscuit. Okay. It is now the a cookie, a chocolate cookie bar, all okay. covered in milk chocolate. So instead of like a vanilla biscuit, it's a chocolate biscuit. Sure. So okay. here we go. Live taste test of Twix cookies and cream. Sure I feel get. like you ever watch that guy that does those like Taco Bell reviews. Uh, no, I've I've watched a food review every once in a while. You know, you like t- it's interesting. Like people get different snacks from different places and see like how they compare. It's always interesting to see what their thoughts are. It's like it's it's weird because it's like yeah, they're just eating food that anyone can buy. But if but it's interesting to watch how people react to that flavor. Now, Frank, you have just finished your first bite almost. Yep, 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 yep. <clears throat> what is your initial thought? Overall reaction, very, very good. Yeah? Um, bite, the texture of the cream is much different than the caramel. And the cookie is a bit more crunchy, I would say. Okay. So how's Overall, the, how's the what? How's the bite compared to like a Twix, like when you bite into a Twix? I would say, I'm sorry if this is terrible audio. <laughs> very, is, very, very similar. The top is a bit more gooey because there's a lot more. I feel like there's a lot more cream than there normally is caramel. Okay. I feel like with Twix, there's always defined layers. Are there still defined layers? Oh, absolutely. Like you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, but like you went in your. Like the mouthfeel, you can distinguish with your tongue the different layers. Okay, yeah. So it's, 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 when you bite into it, it still tastes like a Twix, just not a normal Twix. I would say it's extremely similar to a regular Twix. Yeah. Um, the cookies and cream, I would say, isn't super prominent, but you can tell it's not caramel, obviously. Okay. Well, yeah, that that would make sense. So, that being said, I kind of like this cookie better than the regular cookie. You like the chocolate but I cookie? Don't, but I don't know if this cookie would go with 
the caramel. Now, can you see yourself eating a bunch of these at once? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can scarf these down. My initial bite, I kind of thought, oh, this is a little too different. But after finishing that first Twix, I mean, it's delicious. Yeah. It's not super different. I was expecting, like, a more... Like I was expecting much a much dra- more dramatic difference. Okay. Well, let's say I'm not getting such a dramatic difference. Um, I'd say the biggest thing is that that chocolate cookie bar sure. is definitely very very pronounced, and it's very good. Good. So I almost feel like I just ate a bunch of um, chocolate Teddy Grahams. Oh, wow, that brings me back. Chocolate Teddy Grahams. Oh, man. Teddy Grahams are the thing, man. So you'd give this the Frank seal of approval? Would recommend. Yeah, for somebody who's not a big chocolate guy, Twix has always been one of my go-tos because it's so simple. It's just a cookie with some caramel on it. Yeah, it's straightforward. And uh, this one is absolutely fantastic. That's good to know. There you have it, folks. Ten minutes into our episode we're selling out twix cookies and cream go get them <laughs> yeah i it, and I, I was surprised how hard it was to find yeah and i don't think it was any more expensive or anything than a regular twix no it was just is it a limited time only you think or you think it's just like test markets um, right it doesn't say anything about that and i will say having look at twix there's a lot of different twix that i didn't even know about sure so Twix has a white chocolate version. Okay. Which I didn't know. Uh, Twix has a uh, what a, a peanut butter version, I think. And oh. I was surprised how many other versions of Twix there were, but it was so hard to find this one. So. So all that being said, fantastic. Well, all right. Well, I look forward to. Like if they had this, and have you ever seen like the bite-sized Twixes that are literally just in yeah, a, yeah. like a little cube? Yeah, they're like a little nugget, yeah. I could chow down on those normal. I would say I could probably eat more of these. So you're leaning towards this bag over normal Twix? Kind of. I think it's the chocolate cookie that's really doing it for me. All right. Oddly enough. So now I don't I don't want to bring back, you know, old wounds. Twizzlergate? Wow. Twizzlergate. Um, I don't think this would have beaten out Twizzlers. Okay. If that's so, what you're going at. I yeah. don't remember where this was on par. I believe this Twix beat Snickers, correct? Yeah, Twix got second place in our bracket. Yeah, I would say if this... I would definitely put this over regular Twix, but not over Twix. I mean, Twizzlers are... Come on. <laughs> All right, there you have it. That's, so. That's that's excellent, man. Live I'm, taste test here on the Backyard Bonfire. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we've done this a few times now where we say, oh, you hear about this product? I'm going to go try it. And then we report back our findings. Uh, that's the whole thing. That's the whole point yeah. of this. Yeah, that's what the Backyard Bonfire is all about, folks. Reporting our findings. Yes, sir. Mm, I'm going to eat this other one. You got something to talk about while I chew? Yeah, man. Um, good. So I was... Not napping the other day. It was because it's not a nap if it's in the middle of the night, right? So I was, I woke <laughs> up from a delirium in my slumber. It was probably three, four a.m. when I woke up and I had this thought: submarines or space, and then I went back to sleep. 
But the next morning, I woke up and I still had this. Th- I remembered that I had this thought. My exact thought was submarine space podcast. That's like what I remembered. I'm like, submarine space. This is going to be on the podcast. I don't know why. And then I figured you're in a contained vessel in isolation. So which would you prefer, Frank, to be in a submarine or to be in space? I think, like, initial thoughts, I would much more prefer to be in outer space in a spaceship than in a submarine, because I think the submarine is scarier. I lean towards the submarine. Oh, okay. Because to me, my answer is threefold. One, like I've said many times before... Yeah. I think space is super overrated. Let's work <laughs> on our oceans first. Sure. Two, you got something to look at in a submarine. You see a little fishy, you see cool things. What is there to look at in space? I can't that believe view, The view of Earth is going to get so boring so fast. I agree with point number one, Frank, but point number two... What's what's um? How long are we in these contraptions? I would say six month minimum. Oh, easy. There's so much more to see underwater. I Stationary submarine, like you're on like a thingy, or like um, you can go wherever you want. I I my delirium did not distinguish, so I'm gonna leave it up to you. I would say, regardless, um, space space views get boring. I think you're. Views. I, I think you're crazy because you're a few thousand feet underwater. It's pitch black. There's nothing to see. But you can you can use lights. Okay, but th- I feel like that's not going to be as effective. In space, you just look out and you have the sun, light, have and other Have you ever space. seen pictures from a submarine? They have lights. Yeah, I, I see it, but it's not as like, have you ever seen pictures from a spaceship? <laughs> it's so yeah, much more they all look vi- the same because it's, it's Earth. It's so much more vivid. There's more color to it. It's all the same. Yeah, but it looks better. How many times can you look at a blue, big blue ball and say, ooh, ah, and then you see a fish that nobody's ever seen before, maybe? How many times can you look at a bonfire, Frank, and go, ooh, ah, before you get tired? An endless amount of times. Every bonfire is different. <laughs> no two days in space are the same. That defeats the purpose. I'm talking about the view itself. Yeah, I, the view is going to more likely to change. The clouds are swirling of the Earth. Maybe okay, I take a look at but that's just atmosphere. I mean, what is more interesting, animals or atmosphere? 100% animals, but there's no guarantee there's going to be animals. There's a better guarantee than in space. Yeah, but the last thing – but here's the thing. Especially if I'm in a submarine that moves. If you're in a spaceship, all you could do is orbit around. If I'm in a submarine going around, I'm bound to see something. Yeah, but you're much more likely to be attacked by a giant colossal squid that like just enwraps your submarine than I am to be well, enwrapped. If we're gonna talk life or death, any there's it's. <laughs> I mean, like I don't know why we're arguing because we're just giving our opinions. Like for me, I just found submarines scarier for some reason. Which I is would why agree. I this, which is why I picked this space station. Hmm. I mean, to me, they're the same thing. They're hunks of metal that one little leak can kill you. I think that's why I came to the to the conclusion that we need to compare the two, right? But I would uh, say submarine 
okay, say there's like a little leak. It's easier to get that submarine up than it is to get down from space. But but I think space has more redundancies built in. Because, like, didn't, like, two weeks ago, there was, like, a leak in the Russian part of the space station? I've been like... I could have sworn there was a leak in, in the space station, and they, like, it was fine because there was a backup, but, like, everyone moved over to the other half of the space station until it was safe. Well, I mean, that makes sense, yeah. but I, I, I don't know. I will say the lack of gravity would become annoying after a while. That's the thing. Like, yeah. I Like, like I think, you know, like... I'm talking this through my head because I didn't really think about this beyond space for submarine, right? Right. I th- I think the lack of gravity would make me lean towards the submarine, even though it's more scary. Because I I understand how my body functions in gravity, and I don't understand how it functions out like without gravity. Like I'm not prepared for like, my hair to go every which way. I'm not prepared to trust a fart to propel me across the room. Like, that's not something that I'm ready for. True. So. Would you ever do one of those planes that goes, like, super up and then, like, straight down just to experience zero gravity for, like, 30 seconds? Yeah. That I would. I would do that before I do a helicopter, for sure. Like, a helicopter at all? Yeah, I don't trust helicopters. Really? I feel like too many things can go wrong in a helicopter. Like you're like there's like nine different things on a helicopter. If one of them goes wrong, you're donezo. And I feel like planes are just more stable even if they're diving straight down at the earth. That's my thing. True, I guess, because you always have that glide effect. Yeah, what, what is it, the Bernoulli principle? I don't fucking know. I'm not a pilot. Although I was thinking about trying to get my pilot's license soon. Yeah? I don't know why, because I'm not rich, so I can't buy a plane. But I think it would be cool to be like, yeah, I got... You can, like, rent airtime, right? I think so. Yeah. It'd be cool to get your pilot's license. My dad was working on his pilot's license, and then he made the decision to come to America instead. (laughs) It's either one or the other, am I right? I mean, that's kind of (laughs) what it was. Like, we have a picture of him in a glider, and it's like, well... Do I fly planes or do I take the money it costs to do that to go to the U.S. and start that life? And that's what he chose. Good for him. Yeah. So when you retire, you're going to go pilot. You're going to be a pilot, Frank. You're not going to do the boat thing. You're not going to get a yacht. You're not going to, like. I would say, if anything, when I retire, I'm buying a cabin in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Okay. Because there's only accessible by plane. (laughs) Okay. So you're going to be a plane cabin owner. Yeah. You're not going to be a boat person. I feel like there's boat uh, people and there's plane people. I'm not a boat guy. I mean, I'm like a rowboat guy, but I'm not like a yacht. Like, ooh, look at this yacht. Okay. I've never been in a rowboat, I don't think. I've been in like a kayak or a canoe. But that's not the same thing, I don't suppose. Well, I mean, uh, kayak and canoe are kind of, they're not rowboats, but they're like rowboats. Yeah. They're not like a dinghy, right? A dinghy, no. Because when I when I think robot, I think dinghy. Is that what you think? You think dinghy? No, I think of a rowboat. What's the difference between a rowboat and a dinghy then? A dinghy is like a rescue boat, which oh. usually has a motor. Uh, okay, I see what you're saying. And it's filled with air. 
I'm well, thinking of like one of those metal well, rowboats, you know? Yeah, but not all dinghies have to be the like inflatable rescue boat kind. No, but I would say they're usually uh, like pontooned. You know, they got the big tube and then a, a motor on the back. They're like a mini boat just to to and from shore. I guess I'm not I'm not boat people, so I don't know. No, I'd say rowboats like, hey, you're out on a lake. Here's a rowboat. And a dinghy's a little boat that gets you from the shore to your big fancy yacht. Ooh, okay. That That's sense. what now, a dinghy is. Now hear me out, Frank. Okay. You got your cabin in the woods. You okay. float there in your plane. Okay. Are you are you gonna get the kind of plane that like lands on water? If I'm on a lake, yeah. Okay, so you you fly into your cabin, land on the lake, and just like drift up to like your dock, and then you go, you get get a snack. And then you head it back out to your dock, but instead of turning left to go on your plane, you turn right. And what do you see there? You got the little swan boats, the paddle boats. Paddle boats, okay. How about that? Screw a robot boat. You just get the swan paddle boats around, just leisurely um, float along the the lake. I would rather have a uh, row boat. Row boat. Just because a paddle boat, like, that's a lot of work to paddle it's not the, with you your feet. And you're so slow, and you usually need a second person. I but, mean, I'm not saying, like, Carissa's not going to retire to my cabin with me, but I'm just saying you never get, know. Get two paddle boats, go paddle boat Justin. Swan versus duck. <laughs> I could do that. I'll do that with the airplane. What do they call those planes that land on water? Uh... Biplane? Does that sound right? A what? Is it a biplane? I don't think so. I think it's a water plane. <laughs> Ski plane? I have no idea. I feel like that might be a seaplane. A seaplane? What did I just say? Ski plane. Yeah, so I was close. Yeah, you were close. All right. Yeah. Those got to be expensive. Well, I don't know. Anyways, so thank you for. Well, okay, uh, but first, okay, um, yeah, I would, I would go. I'm going submarine. You're going submarine. Okay. I'd rather yeah. spend six months on a submarine than in space. Yeah, that's fine. That's fair. I guess I'm also. The more, the more I think about it, the more I'm realizing. Space is a terrible idea. <laughs> and I don't want to be that guy. Because, like, my initial thought was, yeah, space. Submarines suck. But Now, every- I think submarines... Here's the thing. Submarines definitely... I think they have... Let's see. I'm trying to think of, like, what kind of submarine I'm on. Because, like, those super deep-sea submarines aren't made for six months. They're made for, like, six minutes, you know? Well, don't people go on submarines for, like, years, or are those not deep-sea submarines? Those aren't deep-sea submarines. Those are, like, just big-ass submarines. Those deep-sea ones you see that go to, like, the depth that nobody's ever been to, Yeah. those are, like, just big glass spheres that aren't made... Like, they're made to withhold that pressure, but they're not made to live in. I guess that's another thing. So, like, the submarine... I guess at this point we're saying, like, if you're spending six months there, it's probably going to be bigger than the space station, right? 
I wouldn't say bigger than, but I'm I'm gonna say it's it's big enough to live comfortably for a little while, just as the space station is. Which one do you think has more comfortable room on the inside? That has to be a submarine. I would say if we're going to what can, yeah, probably the submarine. Because at this point in time, I have to imagine that the space. I figure like military submarines have like full gyms and kitchens and all that kind of stuff. There's like I don't know what's on the International Space Station, but I'm assuming they don't have a full gym. Right. I I have to imagine that a space station, wherever you are it's a small enough room that you can reach out and grab a wall or something. Because the last thing you want to do is be stuck floating like this with, like, nowhere to reach out to, you know? Because right. of lack of gravity and momentum. Probably. That's got to be a thing. I... I would assume. Okay. That or they're always tethered down or something. <laughs> if we choose, if I choose to be on a submarine for six months, I'm bringing Twix Sour, uh, what is it? Cookies and cream. I was about to say sour cream and onion. Ew. That's not. Ew. Oh, First off, if there's if yeah. there's a chip that doesn't belong in candy form, it's sour cream. Um, First off, hold on. I love sour cream and onion, but definitely not as a cookie, um, candy cookie thing. Like n- not with chocolate. No, no shot. Does not. Belong. There's not many chips that belong with chocolate. I would say the only one is pretzels. Yeah, like, I've seen a few times they do, like, the chocolate-covered potato chips. I'm like, nah, that's not that's not a good idea. Pretzels are the I limit. I will say, I did go and eat myself a bag of pretzel M&Ms because they're better than peanuts. Um, I mean, you're entitled to your wrong opinion. That's, <laughs> that's, that is that. Um... While you were eating your pretzel M&M's, what else have you been up to, Frank? Anything exciting? Anything interesting? Not a lot. Um, hmm. No, not really. Been decorating for Christmas. Okay. And that's really it. All right. Enjoyed the nice weather while we had it. I think it's officially gone, but I think that's it. I think we had a snow flurry today for a few minutes. We did. Yes, we did. Um, that's a shame. I've been keeping busy myself. Yeah. I I accomplished something, Frank. Which is? I am with I am finally within fifty episodes of catching up in One Piece, which is a show. Uh, say that one more time. I've been watching One Piece on and off for about eight years now. And I have finally caught up to the point where I am only 50 episodes behind. And 50? Wow, okay. Yeah, I'm only 50 episodes behind, Frank. I'm at episode 900. Wow. <laughs> How long are these episodes? Like 22 minutes. Damn, dude. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. But That's I, I, 450 I, I, hours of television. Something like that. I skip I skip past the, uh, the the intro, so like that's a two minute saved every episode. <laughs> uh, that's still yeah still. For reference, this show was first animated in like 1999, and it's still ongoing. But yeah, have I told you about the show, Frank? One piece. No, no. So this is an anime. Mhm. What is it with animes and being like three thousand episodes? 
once they hit once they got something like they're really good at building a world and then they just keep it going forever you know like dragon ball z pokemon just always expanding this one i think like was always planned this way like Mm -hmm. you could always tell things are gonna get bigger things are gonna get bigger things are here so let me preface it's about pirates right okay and is this uh so this is an english i watch it's japanese i watch it english subbed it's Japanese about pirates? Interesting, okay. Yeah, yeah. And so, it's actually funny that you bring that up, because I just started the arc where they go to the land of Wano, which is samurai-themed. Okay. So, getting their Japanese culture in there, right? But Sure. It's a show about this guy named Monkey D. Luffy. He's a really skinny kid. He has a hat made out of straw, a straw hat, if you will. And he decides one day he's going to become the king of the pirates because 20 years before he was alive, there was a guy named Gold Roger, you know, like a Jolly Roger, who Mm -hmm. became king of the pirates and started a whole era of piracy. And it's like, hey, the greatest treasure in the world is real. I hit it. Go find it. And then everyone went pirate crazy. And that's how we begin the story. And so this kid, he's skinny. He wants to set out to be a pirate. And then he eats this crazy fruit called the devil fruit. It gives him the power to stretch. Like, it's he's a rubber man, basically. But because he ate the fruit, he can't swim. The sea hates him. If he tries to swim, he will drown. That's a thing. Okay. Right? And then he discovers a crew. He has to get a swordsman, you know, a chef, a doctor. The doctor is a reindeer who also ate a, a fruit on accident and is half reindeer, half human. It's fantastic. Um, he's got a navigator. What, what are you watching? What platform are you watching this on? I'm watching it on uh, Crunchyroll. Okay. <laughs> Which is a platform specifically for watching anime. Because on Netflix, it's only like the first 200 episodes. And that's nothing, you know? Interesting. Okay. It is on Netflix, though? Yeah, it is on Netflix. I think, like, in 2006, WB, like, started producing the, the the same episodes in English which is how I remember first seeing it as a kid and then rediscovering it later I'm like oh yeah I remember this I want to watch it you know so the first 200 episodes are in English I think you can watch more than that in English that's all Netflix has gotcha okay right it's like here's my problem with Netflix I wanted to watch Pokemon, the original Pokemon series, you know, mm-hmm. Ash gets his first eight badges. Yeah. Netflix has like two seasons. No, they're all there. Netflix, I'm telling you, Frank, Netflix has like two seasons where he gets up to like six badges, and then there's no more of like Ash's first run through Kanto. Then they have like later versions of Pokemon, but they don't have like all of his first episodes. Are you sure? I swear to God, Frank. Pokemon. I feel like I just started. I feel like I had watched all the Pokemon, but maybe I just missed it. I was so disappointed. I think I've tried watching it twice on Netflix, and like, it just cuts off randomly. Like, where's the next episode? But there's no next episode. Hmm. 
It's very disappointing. Netflix is doing that with shows, and I don't like it for it. But yeah, whatever. just with something with the licensing, then I'm sure with everybody starting their own thing, it's like, oh, we have the license for these, but not these. Yeah, that's a problem for Sony because Spider-Man's a whole thing in Sony, right? So like, mm-hmm. Disney owns the Marvel Cinematic Universe, all the MCU movies, you know, Iron Man, the Avengers, all that. Yeah, Spider-Man's part of that, but Sony owns Spider-Man, so Disney right. has, has to be like spider-man in our movie even though he's a marvel character and then i just think it's funny because sony was going to buy all of marvel and then they were like nah the only one that has a future is spider-man so they only bought spider-man now they're regretting it well they're not regretting it because they're still rolling in money they still but. yeah it's but it, i think it's funny that they determined that spider-man was the one that was going to make the money yeah like yeah, but, but, that's, like yeah. they were almost broke they sold off spider-man they sold off yeah. x-men mm-hmm they sold off everything almost, except but now they're back. I'm glad. <laughs> there you go. And I, I can't wait for the next movie, but it's it's taken forever. What is the next movie? Black Widow. Oh, is that it? Uh, I don't know what the name of it is. I'm sure Probably they Black it. Widow. <laughs> there's that, and then there's this show on Disney Plus, which is Scarlet Witch and Vision. And their own like seventies alternate universe black and white world, which gotcha. looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. We'll have to keep a lookout. But yeah. You well, got one, anything else? One piece. Recommend it. I will. Yeah. Just. You could probably start at episode like eight eighty nine, and it'll run you through everything real quick. What you need to know to get caught up. Oh, just watch <laughs> one of those the prologues. <laughs> yeah, one of those. <laughs> I mean, there's a skeleton in it, man. Guy's yeah. been dead for 200 years and he's still alive. That's kind of cool. I'll check out what's on Netflix. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I like it. It's not for everybody. Yeah, there's a lot a reason, of anime isn't. There's a reason it survived a long time. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, But that's my little anime rant. <laughs> Gotta I have, have one. That, I got that going for me. That was my accomplishment. Finally caught up. Very good. Nice. And then that that, that takes that takes time, dedication. I mean, it's been an ongoing project for years at this point. Just like, don't got anything to watch. Am I in the mood for some pirates? Because after a while, it's it becomes work to catch up, man. Mm-hmm. Finally caught up, you know. Don't want to miss anything. I skipped right. the movies because they're that's like that's side stuff. I don't gotta watch the movie. Oh no. No. They don't they don't affect the plot. It's 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 like uh you ever watch like the Pokemon movie? Mm-hmm. Um like that's like a side adventure that happens. Like they're, they won't really reference that in the Pokemon show, right? Like, oh, yeah, Ash met Mewtwo, but then Mewtwo made him forget. So it's a whole, like, never happened type of deal in the show. Or, like, it just, it's, I feel like they're always, like, cartoon movies, they're always written adjacent to the main plot that's happening throughout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So that's the thing. Beyond that, let's see. I downloaded a new browser to use. I don't know. That's interesting. I don't use Chrome. I don't use Internet Explorer. I, d- I use Opera. I have heard about it. 
because basically there's a show on YouTube called Taskmaster. Yes. I've talked about Taskmaster before. I've watched every I've watched every episode. Oh, you you look you watch it now. Mhm. Yeah, I told you this. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, oh my god. I'm sorry. I completely forgot. <laughs> uh, season 10 is on YouTube, but not in the US. No, yes it is. Here's no, seasons season 10 eight and 8 and oh. 9 are not on YouTube right now. Season 10 is. But not in the United States. That's why I use Opera, because it gives How, me... But I can see them. The, like, first two or three were on there, and then the rest weren't. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they, like, took them down in the U.S., because the U.S. doesn't have a right to show them. So I used my Opera browser, because <laughs> it has it's a built-in VPN, so I just say, hey, I'm going to watch it from England, quote-unquote. So, like, it just changes my location to it tricks youtube into thinking i'm somewhere else in the world and then mm-hmm. i was able, and i was able to watch it i was really happy about that i wonder if this is where i heard about opera by looking up how to watch it because i can't find seasons eight and ten eight and nine oh because every single episode was on youtube but now right. they started uploading season 10 so i wonder if they're going to go back after season 10 is over and do eight and nine you know what we're doing an episode a week I want to say the CW, because the CW at one point wanted to test Taskmaster in the United States. There was one. Right, and then it got bad ratings, so that they was terrible. Put, so they put it on its app, but not like the main CW app, like the here's the CW app for shows that aren't all like the main CW shows like here are the crappy shows that CW still has the rights to hmm. and I don't remember what the app was called but it was, I, I used it to watch Taskmaster and it was terrible this app I did not enjoy using enjoy using it at all CWC hmm. was it free it was free to use the, it would like play ads mm-hmm. you know but, like, it was not intuitive at all how to use. It played, like, the stupid little thing that you couldn't skip through. Um, I don't know what... There was only, like, one season of Taskmaster. I don't remember what season. And it called it, like, season one, but it wasn't season one. Yeah, because they just finished Both season series. seven. Yeah. They finished season seven on YouTube, um, but then they stopped, so... I you gotta want, try to find I, it. I think season eight and nine were on CWC. If you want to try it, CWC, CWC, S E E D. Okay, I will try. You know, ter- terrible app. You're not gonna enjoy using it. <laughs> as long as I can watch my programs. Yeah. My gosh, what a great program! It's and fantastic. You know, I really wish the American one would have been good, but it was and, not. And it was just like showing the British one on American TV, was it not? No, no, no. They did a full American version. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. They did a full American version with their own Taskmaster, and Alex Horn was actually on it. Oh, but was the other guy, but was the Taskmaster someone different? Yes, it was an American comedian. Um, That one guy with the crazy hair, I forget his name. 
Oh, the... I know who you're talking about. But they just tried to make it something that it wasn't. Like, they were super vulgar the entire time. It was less about the tasks, and, you know, and then it was more about, like, just doing weird stuff to Alex Horn. Gotcha. And it was just like, like, obviously he and Greg Daniels have such a great, you know, chemistry where him and this other guy kind of didn't. Right. So it was just, it didn't work. Okay. Did you see the season with James Acaster? Yes. As one of the contestants? Yes. After, after watching Taskmaster, I can't get enough of James Acaster. Dude, He's I've like, watched so much of his stand-up ever since. He's one of the funniest people. Okay, if you take nothing else away from this podcast episode, go look up <laughs> some clips of James Acaster on YouTube or Comedy Special or whatever. He is mm-hmm. the funniest person I can think he's of. He's got one on Netflix. Yeah, he, he's, he's got super dry sense of humor, like super like straight man, but he's hilarious. Yes, he is. He's the next big thing if he's not the big thing already. He's fantastic. And then I watched him on, like, I just watched a compilation of him on, like, a bunch of different, like, morning shows and stuff. Talk shows, yeah. And he's like, I like the old studio better. This coffee table sucks. And, like, he's just, like, trashing it. But it's hilarious the way he does it. <laughs> he's, he's got, he's got like, a charisma about him. An aura. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, I, I like a lot of the comedians that they have on there. Like, I think that's part of it. Like, you gotta get, like, I think the American one, they, they should have gotten some more recognizable faces first. Sure. And they just yeah. didn't. I'm looking it up right now. I see, and I'm seeing, like, they got Ron Funches, who I think is really funny. But beyond that, I don't know who any of these people are. Yeah, and, and, they, and like, they just didn't make it about the tasks. Okay, yeah. And, like, to be fair, like, I don't know who the comedians are in the... UK version either, but they're funny. <laughs> yes, they are. This show's great. Yeah. I want to do that one day. I want to run our own Taskmaster. I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah. Like, like we make these Jeopardy questions, Frank. Let's make Taskmaster tasks. <laughs> I'm down. I was talking to Rob on the phone the other day because he's like, what are you doing this week? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to work on those Jeopardy questions I've been putting off forever. I have a Google Doc, Frank. I can't get myself to write the questions. I have all the categories. I have like 80 different categories I can write questions for, Frank. I just can't mm-hmm. bother to write the actual questions. It is hard to come up with Jeopardy questions. I got to do it all the time. It's tough. Like, you run a game fairly frequently, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need to say that because, I don't know, I think you were part of this text chain between Rob and myself. About my Columbus Day. You, oh, yeah, I was included, but I didn't comment. I no, you you made no comments. Just need to make sure I apologize if I offended anybody. And the only reason I'm saying that is because one day, if Amelia runs for president, I don't want to be the reason she can't be president. So I'm apologizing. Yeah, it's 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 not for, about... For Amelia's future. It's <laughs> I don't care about myself. <laughs> you can hate me, but don't hate my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. I apologize if I offended anybody. I see the errors of my ways. Thank you. Rob did a better job explaining what I tried to explain to you, I think. Yeah, absolutely. You need to work on your arguments. 
Yeah, that that was the main point Rob was making that helped. <laughs> exactly. And I need to work on my analogies, but it is all good. Uh, hopefully I didn't offend anybody. Like I said, I don't agree with genocide. So that's it. I just wanted to touch on that before we head into our final numbers. All right. Let's get to those final numbers. The show's over now. But don't lose your temper. So here's one more thought. It's the final numbers. Right? I was making chili this weekend, and part of that is using canned be- I I use canned beans because they're cheap. So canned beans, canned diced tomatoes, throw all that in there. Keep and I feel like I've talked about this before, but you you got to use a can opener. The, but the trick to opening cans that not many people realize, most important thing, unwrap your cans from the paper, right? You're going to be like, how does that affect opening the cans, Frank? You might ask me. Let me tell you. When you, you don't open the can from the top down and go around the circle, you apply the can opener blade to the outside of the can, and when it goes around, the top is going to come off super clean and easy. The can itself will be a little sharp, but the can opens super easy and you don't have to like put your finger in to like rip off the top lid. Pro tip, open your cans from the side. Okay, yes, I've seen this on like, um, I don't know, on Instagram or something. It's one of those five minute craft tips things. Yeah. But, and then yeah. rinse out the can. You can use it as like a cookie cutter or something for your cookie dough. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. That's my that's my pro tip. Open your cans from the outside. There you go. Good pro tip. Thanks for listening, everybody. And remember, there's always room for one more at the Backyard Bonfire. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs>